Hey guys, welcome to Two Guys and a Mike Podcast Show. My name is Kevin. And my name is David. We welcome you to tonight's episode. Tonight, we're going to be going over the entertainment field and how we got interested in what we do now. So to start off, my name is Kevin. I work in the IT field. I got into the entertainment industry um, way early on. I started in the Super Nintendo series and worked my way up to my first M-rated title on the PlayStation 2. It was Unreal Tournament. That was the coolest fucking game ever. Mr. David? Uh... My name is David. I'm 21 years old. I work. I'm. I don't work. I'm. I edit videos. God, that was awkward. Uh, that was really awkward. But I edit videos, do live streams, do all that other stuff. Um. But mostly, uh, how I got into the entertainment field is, I mean, the first thing, the first game I ever played was Pong. Like we had those little joysticks you plug into the TV. So I played Pong. Went on from that, and then, the but the first game, like, that I've played, like, consistently was on the PS2, was Guitar Hero, I think, Guitar Hero 3, I believe? Guitar Hero 3? And Good lord. What, 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 what Guitar Hero was on PS2? Uh, Guitar Hero 1 and 2, I think. I can't remember what Guitar Hero I played, but I remember playing a Guitar Hero and mastering Sweet Child of Mine. And then after that, started playing a lot of racing games. And then, but the first rated M game I played was actually Halo on the original Xbox with my brothers when we were on a road trip somewhere, which is pretty sick. Good so, lord, Halo, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm younger than you, okay? Don't make fun of me. Dang. God damn. I know. Well, my mom's like, does it have blood in it? My brothers are like, no. No, sure doesn't. Sure no. doesn't. And that's the first game I played. And then after that, started learning about Call of Duty, all that stuff. Got into Call of Duty. And like, here I am now. So Still playing Call of Duty 20 Still years later. playing Call of Duty, playing games like Call of Duty Battlefield, Rainbow Six Siege, a bunch of Nintendo games. How many Nintendo games, games do you actually own? Well, a lot of them are lost in the house fire, but... Uh, all I own now is a uh, Nintendo Switch. Oh. Because I used to have a GameCube, Nintendo 64, all that stuff. So, so uh, one thing uh, I wanted to point out to everybody is that uh, David and I actually met at a... We met at the arcade, didn't we? Holy TH3 crap, don't make arcade. me lie. TH3 Arcade. TH3, yep, TH3, um, TH3 Arcade. If you guys don't know about that and y'all don't live in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, TH3 Arcade was a more modern arcade. It had uh, Xbox 360s lined uh, room to room. Uh, they had a place called The Bunker where it was uh, damn near almost soundproof. And uh, there was, what, probably about 10, 20 monitors on each side? Something like that. Yeah, 10, 20 monitors was... on each side. It was loaded rooms, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, while their prices were, you know, a little high, it was still a pretty damn good place to chat, chill, and game. And, uh, yeah. go ahead. That place closed down, like, a year after they opened? Something like that? Or was it two years? 
I want to say it was like two or three years after they opened. Yeah, I remember the, uh, going the money to, wasn't coming in. Yeah, the only money they were making was the lock-ins, where every Saturday night, was it Saturday or Friday night, uh, you paid like $25 and you sat there and you played games with people for like 12 hours, right? I, no, like eight hours, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, night. it was like eight or 12 hours. But it was crazy. To, to be on the on the other side, though, it was like, wouldn't it like 15, 20 bucks a person where you, or you could just like stay home and game for free? Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, it, it was still, it was still fun to go to because it had games that like I didn't have. So I would go there, pay 25 bucks and play games with my friends. You pay know, 25 bucks where you could have bought the game with that money. We could have bought the game with that money, but it was still pretty cool. Nonetheless, like, let's be honest here. Um, but how we met is he, he, I'm always, I was like usually a lot there a lot, but he always came in briefly. Didn't you like come in pretty briefly every once in a while? Yeah, about once a month or so. And then I saw you that you worked at GameStop. So that's where I actually met you, I think. Don't you ever say those words here in this, uh, this here podcast. The, the product game store. I, for those of you that don't know, I hate GameStop with a burning passion. Like, I would not even pee on GameStop. I'd let them burn. I'd let the motherfucker burn. <laughs> yep, alright, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> there was a... There's a few times I feel like you're trying to save my ass whenever like I would try to go work there and like I wouldn't get the job. So I felt like like you were trying to like save me from like never getting a job there because it was you kept telling me how shitty it was. So I was like, okay, you know, I guess. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have been so shitty if the managers didn't treat you like shit. Like you're you're expected to do certain things, which from a sales stand, standpoint, I understand. I get that it's part of the business, but lying to the customer repeatedly and have... When you get caught in those lies and the customer comes up and says, Hey, I want to talk to your manager. And rightfully so, you know, your your boss told you to do these things and now they just... They're like, oh no, the customer's always right. This is right. This is right. And you're just staring at him like, really, bitch? Really? I could just... (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Back to reality. I'm back. I'm good. Good lord. So, uh... Good lord. So, David, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. What's up? When did you first build a PC? Think back in, I want to say it was about two two years after I moved back to Pennsylvania. It's about 2013, 2014. It was, uh, I wanted a PC for Christmas. And it was at the time when I met Chance, you know, you remember Chance uh, Oh, Taylor? yeah. Yeah. It was back when I met him and like they were talking, they used to be Xbox 360 console gamers, but then they started playing on PC and they were like, motivated me to get a pc and so i did got it for christmas and i built that with my dad and yeah that was the first time nice i got a question for you what 
when did you first build your PC? Uh, I actually first built my PC in 2015. Um, this will be a little bit embarrassing. So, my wife and I were struggling at the time with bills, and we got our tax refund. And <laughs> instead of doing the responsible thing and paying bills, I was like, hey babe, I'm gonna go get a computer. And so I had a mutual friend, uh, name, his name is Bobby. He uh, took me to Fry's Electronics, and we purchased some uh, pretty expensive PC parts. Uh, the total came up to around like $2,200, $2,300. Uh, yeah, so I built my first PC in 2015 on, uh, on bad money. My wife was pretty pissed at the time. She's uh now that we're now that we're credit card debt free we're a lot cooler now but if we were still in bad shape like we were I would have not just got this PC that I just built a month ago There you go Yeah So uh David what are the specs on your PC currently Currently I think I got Don't you think 30... boy what do you have I want to say 30, 32 gigs of RAM, DDR4, 3, I think, unfortunately. Um, GTX 1070 uh, with 8 gigabytes of video RAM. 120 terabyte SSD, 1 terabyte, not 120 terabyte, 120 gigabyte SSD. 20 terabyte. terabyte 120 terabytes. I wish, dude. Uh, one terabyte uh, hard drive. That's all I remember. Oh, and the Intel Core i I want to say i nine. An i nine. I think it's an i seven. The most most like I think it's seventy seven hundred. Good lord. Yeah, it's seen some action for about uh, about a year and a half already. Nice. So, Mister David. I hear you have some music news to bring to the podcast. Ah, yes, I do. So, <clears throat> if anybody doesn't know me, I'm hugely passionate about music. I, that's like, it, it, when it, if it's not video games, it's music. If it's not anything else, it's, it's music. I have a CD collection that's to the left of me. Um, and I wanted to bring some light to some new albums and kind of give an opinion on an album that um, Kevin was telling me about that I actually listened to. I knew the band already, but I wanted to like go ahead and like give my opinion on the album. But first, I did want to shout out an album that just came out. A buddy of mine who's, if anybody's interested in heavy metal music, like insanely heavy, like slam, like where they're screaming. Just constant like scream? Yeah, it sounds like they're gargling all the time. Gurgle, gurgle, and, gurgle. Uh, gurgle, gurgle. No, he uh, released his his band's called Cerebral Engorgement. It's a very damn. That sounds so yeah. fucking death. <laughs> it sounds very death. Uh, but to anybody in audio, uh, I mean, well, I'm just gonna say how you can spell it out. It's C E R E B A B R A L E N G O R G E M E N T. 
S if you want to know how to spell it. He just released a new album like today as we're as dreaming this now. Released it's cool. Yeah, he released it today and it's pretty good. If you like any that type of music, then I would definitely recommend checking it out because he deserves that love. Um, and a few artists I wanted to go ahead and recommend to people. There's this uh, kind of chill music artist that I've discovered recently named Loon. I, I think I'm saying that right. I'm not sure. But he's on Bandcamp and he makes very chilled out vibe music, electronic music, if anybody's interested in that. Um, if anybody's like interested in like kind of like pop and punk kind of music, there's Trophy Eyes. And there's an artist who is the lead singer of Trophy Eyes is actually releasing an album very soon called John Floriani. John Floriani? For, 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 I, I'm pretty sure I'm saying it wrong, but it's F-L-O-R-E-A-N-I. It's a weird last name. Florini. Right. Flor, Flor, Florini, Florini, I don't know. But he released a new single called Echoes, and he is releasing an album called Sin, uh, I think, in June or July. And he's one of the most lyrical... lyrically creative people that i've ever like heard from whoa whoa so whoa what's whoa so now 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 you're dissing eminem he is the most the most no 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 he is the most lyrically insane i mean he is but this guy is one of the most not the most Continue. Anyways, he <laughs> he's releasing a new album, and uh, I would highly recommend people check that out, especially Trophy Eyes if you're into like punk, like, all that kind of stuff. If anybody know, doesn't know this band, there's a band called As I Lay Dying. Who's hell you know, yes. If you, if you heard the, about the vocalist, the recent stories about him, he's actually not in prison anymore but they actually have been releasing new music and they actually just released a new song called redefined and it's pretty good i would say so i would say so myself he's needing that paycheck pretty bad (laughs) yeah he's didn't he go to prison for like trying to kill his wife he did yeah good and he he got out early on good behavior so, and then now he's like posting on social media, like of all the good that he's doing in the world right now. I get like released on good behavior, but don't mind that I tried to kill my wife. God. Yeah, it's funny too, is he got a girlfriend very quickly after prison. So I'm just like, did he try to kill his like wife to be with his girlfriend? Or like what happened there? But He got a prison hand, pal. Maybe. <laughs> um, anybody who's into dark kind of, I guess, emo-ish bands, there's a band called Motionless and White. They just announced a new album called Disguise. Yes. And, and they released three new, two new songs. One of them's a kind of a catchy little song, and the other one kind of sounds like Breaking Benjamin, not going to lie. But both of those are pretty good, and I would highly, highly recommend checking those out. 
their last release to me wasn't that great, but this these two songs that they've released so far are actually pretty good for their new album that's coming out in May, July. And last, before I get into a album opinion that Kevin is going to probably talk with me about. Um, but last artist I will recommend is Sabaton. If you're into history, if you're in the power metal, Sabaton is definitely the way to go. Um, they are very educational when it comes to their music, but they mix it with heavy metal, or I guess the term battle power metal. Uh, they haven't, they just announced a new album as well called the great war where it covers all, a lot of fronts of the world, world war one. They just released a track list. It comes out July 19th. Uh, the first single fields of Verdun is coming out in May. In Say May that 3rd, name May one 3rd. more time. Sabaton. No, the fields of what? Fields of Verdun. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is so. not what I heard. <laughs> What did, what did you hear? I heard Fields of Her Dung. D-U-N-G. <laughs> I think I probably said that too fast. But <laughs> Good yeah, Lord. Fields Fields of Verdun is coming out May 3rd. So if anybody who hasn't heard of them yet, um, I don't know. I hope you're not living under a rock because they're damn good. Kevin's probably living under a rock. I don't know if you heard about him. But <laughs> hell yes, I am. Yeah, but. I would definitely recommend checking them out. Their recent album, The Last Stand, is one of my favorite albums. So there's that. Also, last last one is I Prevail. Their new album that just came out called Trauma. Yes. Um, so I went and listened to it. Uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of I Prevail at first, but I went and listened to Trauma with an open mind because Kevin was constantly telling me it was good. And he yeah, wanted me to listen to it. Yeah, and then <laughs> I went and listened to it, and I thought it was actually pretty good. I thought um, there was a lot of melodies in the song, in the in a lot of the songs. Good variety in the in the track list. Not all of them sounded samey. It was kind of the same kind of structures, but it didn't right. sound like you got confused in what song it was. I think the best songs were "Bow Down" and "Hurricane." Um, those two are just the lyrically powerful, yes. Like, and the way the vocalists kind of they kind of like, pre- uh, I almost said prevail, they, <laughs> they put out their voice, how they do it, um, is very emotional and very impactful. And I think it's a very well written record. There's two songs on the record, uh, I need to go see these real quick. Uh, I actually have the album pulled up here, but Breaking Down, I wasn't too much of a fan of, and uh, Dead Weight. Those two songs, I didn't have too much, I wasn't too excited for whenever I heard them. But other than that, man, the rest of this album is probably one of some of their best work. Um, I would def- If you're new to the band, I'd either say um, give Every Time You Leave a Try, Bow Down, or Hurricane. At least from trauma. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend those three songs if you're new to the band. So one of the things I wanted to say on Hurricane was that, uh, you know, if and when you guys go and check out uh, I Prevail and their song Hurricane, uh, it's interesting to see that, uh, you know, when you look at bands, you look at the hardships that they've had 
over their time. Uh, Slipknot, for instance, uh, has had a lot of issues uh, throughout, you know, before they were an actual band, during, and after. Uh, I believe, who was it, Paul Gray that died? Um, I think so. But going back to I Prevail, their song Hurricane uh, was about this past year for I Prevail, and it it encompasses their whole year of issues. Their tour bus burned down. They had uh, a friend commit suicide, um, which for anybody listening, that is never the answer. Um, they had a lot of bad things happen to them, and they started to lose touch with um, their musically talented selves. I don't know how else, how else to say that. But uh, when you watch the video, you'll understand how powerful that video is for individuals going into uh, the music industry and how things set you back. Like, think about that. A tour bus caught fire and burned down. Those tour buses are fucking expensive. Yeah. God. Yeah. I want a tour bus. It's, uh, there's also, it kind of reminded me of another band called The Ghost Inside. I don't know if you heard about them. I have heard about them. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever listened to them. Yeah, there was a a really sad story like involved with their band. Um, they quite literally. I don't know if they have recently, but for a long time they couldn't play live or make new music because they got in a huge uh, bus wreck that like, um, basically I think broke the drummer's legs, making him. Paralyzed for a little bit. Yeah, I broke his legs. The, I think the vocalist had like his chest like knocked in somehow. I can't remember. I'm I remember fractures like elbow fractures from the, for the guitarist and all that stuff. And that was tragic. And they, I think they did make a song on that after you know after they healed because that that happened back in like, 2016, 2017, and so and they like they've given updates about their healing process, but. Man, I haven't really seen too much updates from them. Not, um, I think the last one I've seen is, is like they're trying to see if they can work uh, to do new music. And yeah, it, The Ghost Inside is one of the best, I think. I can't remember the kind of the genre, but they're one of like the best bands that I've listened to just in general. So I would definitely give another recommendation to that band, uh, 100%. Hell yeah. <laughs> Right. I'm going to go into the patch notes for uh, the two games that I follow quite often. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So for Rainbow Six Siege uh, character patch notes, um, for Mosey or Mozzie, I don't know how you, how you pronounce that name. That's just a weird name. Is that the new? Is that a new character? Yes. Yeah, it's a new character. I think they, I think they said Mosey. Mosey. I think uh, so. I'm not sure. Me. Call what you want. The uh, pest-captured drones uh, that used to lose signal uh, in certain spots on various maps, uh, that's been fixed. Uh, Recently deployed pest devices are not having their area of effect radius. Um, The displayed on the end of round replay, that has been fixed. Two pests can hack the same drone. Thankfully, that's been fixed. Uh, That that sucked, because it's supposed to be one drone... Or, uh, one pest per drone. And do you, do you know what the pests are? 
No, I haven't played Siege in a really long time. Okay, so this lady, um, this lady has a basically a dart gun, and when she shoots the dart, these little tiny mechanical spiders come out, and they sit on the ground. And when you drive your uh, camera up to the door to try to spot either the objective uh, or any enemies or whatever, it latches onto the drone, and now the enemy team has your drone. They can drive it around. They can spot you now. That's so weird. it's it's really weird, but it's interesting. Oh, excuse me. I'm getting a uh, message from one of our viewers. Mosey is a guy. Excuse me. That is not a guy name. Damn you. All right. Anyways, going back to the patch notes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, so two pests can hack the same drone. So now it's one pest, one drone. Um, pest shot on the sides of the photocopy machine on the second floor briefing room of Fortress that used to stick in the air. Now it doesn't, thankfully. Because that was quite annoying. And uh, after this, guess what I'll be playing? Fucking cancer. I'm gonna go play Rainbow Six Siege. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. going on to PUBG. Uh, smoke grenades in PUBG now last 40 seconds from the moment that the smoke grenade plumes. The <laughs> 40 seconds, dude. <laughs> Good lord. Um, so yeah, that was done. Uh, performance upgrades to the games. Uh, it's now decreased how long it takes to get into a match. And from the starting point of... Well, you remember, you played uh, PUBG. You know how you had the starting area and it took a whole minute and then you got into the plane and then you jumped? Yep. Yep. Well, that's now condensed. Uh, I don't know the time limit on that, but it's not as long. <sighs> Special announcement on Elder Scrolls Six. You ready, David? You ready? Where the hell is my Elder Scrolls Six? I have not seen it. I want my Elder Scrolls Six. Did you not watch Bethesda E3? They confirmed it. Well, yeah, I know they confirmed it. I want it this year. Oh. This year. Not next year. year. Not the year after. You're probably after. waiting. Yeah, I know. Because <sighs> their next IP, I feel like that they're going to release this year. Oh, like yes. Their new, totally new original IP that's totally not original. It's just another Fallout in space. But, you know, Bethesda original. Come but, on. Bethesda. It's just going to be an RPG, but in space. And then they're like, hey, by the way, though. And they looks up at the screen. And he's like, you guys, you guys don't shut up. And then he left. And then Elder Scrolls 6. Elder so Scrolls. I feel like, I feel like Elder Scrolls 6 is probably going to come out next don't year. Don't you say that. Don't you say that. I will rip off a homeless man's leg. And I will beat you with it. That is not... That is not the words that I wanted to hear from this stream. You're fired. It's coming out next year. I'll kill you. All right, David, what else you got? <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things that spark my interest. 
But before I go into games, there's only one movie that's kind of catching my interest right now. And that is, uh, we're going to go into films for just real quick because there's only one that I'm really interested in. Anyway, <laughs> it's called. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's called Avengers Endgame. If you guys haven't seen Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War ended off on a cliffhanger. Not going to spoil it unless. Why, why, why have you not watched it? It's so good. Um, but Avengers Endgame is going to continue what happened in Infinity War, and it's going to be like a three-hour movie. And Dude, is it really three hours? Yeah, they confirmed a three-hour uh, time. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to sit there and watch the dang movie, dude. But um, Is that longer than Avatar? Yeah. Holy think, Not longer than Titanic, though. Titanic's like four hours, right? I think so. I don't remember. But guys, if y'all are going to go see that movie... Please pee and poop before you go see the movie. Hey, use the bathroom. Like, don't like stuff your face with popcorn and then go into the movie. Go to the bathroom and then eat popcorn. You know, enjoy. Damn, three hours. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's gonna fly by though, because apparently they say it's like it's full of information. But I mean, that's really it. I saw a bunch of cool stuff, and I love the meme of people saying. that Ant-Man's going to fly in the Thanos' ass and spread. <laughs> Good lord. Did you see that? Did you see those memes? No. People were like, that's I, awesome. know, I know how I know how to beat Thanos. So Ant-Man gets really really small, he goes up Thanos' ass and then he expands and there you go, Thanos dead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, wow. All right. Nice. That's, somebody's been watching a little though. too much porn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. I've it's the internet. I mean, yeah, probably Reddit to be honest with you, but it's the internet. But yeah, Avengers Endgame. I'm so excited for the movie. It comes out like next weekend, so I'm probably probably gonna be watching it. I feel like all the seats are gonna be full because I think that's gonna be like one of the biggest movie events of the year. And now that I'm remembering it, Star Wars Episode Nine finally got a trailer. The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if you saw that one yet. Disney fucked it. <laughs> the last I mean, Jedi, I think, was cinematically cool. Story-wise, no. No. But The Force Awakens was okay. I thought it was alright. Not the best, but it was okay. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. <sighs> I have not seen a single Star Wars movie since the original trilogy. What the on VHS heck is wrong with you? What the heck is wrong with you, dude? Heck. What the heck is wrong with you, dude? Like, so, The Force Awakens is all right. It's, a, it's directed by J.J. Abrams, so of course it's going to go pretty okay. Um, the Last Jedi was ruined story-wise because Ryan Johnson decided to think comedy was the way to go. And that's, comedy doesn't really fit in Star Wars constantly. It was it was funny for like the first few seconds and then it went away. Um but the Rise of, Rise of Skywalker is got got a trailer and the trailer looks dope. Does it look dope AF? It looked it looked dope AF. 
it sucks because it's uh, it because it, it's coming out on in Christmas of this year. So I gotta wait for super long. Damn, I showed my I told my dad the trailer. Yeah, I told my dad about the trailer. I sent him the link. He's like, "Thanks, son." And he watched the trailer. He's like, "This looks sick." He looks sick, it, bro. He's like, it looks sick, bro. Dude, my dad does not say that, but he Did was he like, "Yeah, this looks pretty good." He was like, "This looks sick, dude. Look how sick this is. Sick, <laughs> sick." And then he Fortnite danced. <laughs> good <laughs> lord. <laughs> Fortnite sucks. Fortnite's trash. Anyways, but there's there's all there is to the film, the film, but it's gonna transfer me over to video games because Jedi Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order also got announced from the developers of Apex Legends Respawn. Um, Are they the developers? Yep, Respawn. Oh, wow. Um, who also developed mon- the Modern Warfare uh, series mm-hmm. um, and Titanfall. And Titanfall, Titanfall one and two, uh, uh, and also the game that has bl- that's blowing up and currently kind of dying, Apex Legends. They just announced Jedi Fall- Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and it's about um, a man, a Jedi who survived Order uh, Order sixty six, which is like the the killing of all Jedi's, all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. Uh, there's really they really only showed a trailer. And that's really all we know from it right now. But it looks sick. Um, and we're gonna get we're gonna get onto something that I think one of our friends is gonna like. Evan, I, I think you know who this is. But The Last of Us Two, Part Two. Yep, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yep, Last of Us Part Two just finished shooting. They just finished the whole like it's he, uh, the the director, can't remember his name. He. Posted a picture of the script. He's like, oh, just film this scene. And it says, fade to black, the end. That means Last of Us 2 finished their motion capture, all that stuff. So now they're going to put the game, finish up the game. Bruce Straley? Bruce, I think so. I think it's Something like that. So there's that out of the way. I haven't played the first game yet, and I'm waiting for... And our our buddy's probably going to kill me for saying that. But... um. So you're a Sony a guy. Game? You're you're yeah. like a diehard Sony guy, and you haven't played The Last of Us. But you've played like a billion other games. How does that work? I've played uh, Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to playing it. it at first, it kind of didn't spark my interest. But then after watching Last of Us Part, like seeing the trailers for Last of Us Part 2, I was like, I kind of want to play the first part. But not until we get a release date, and I don't know if we got a release date yet. Um, but it's never they, too late. They did say they did say this year, so pretty soon I'm probably gonna get to playing it finally. And It'll probably be uh, end of Q3, beginning of Q4. That's what I would assume. I feel like we're gonna see it at E3 one more time, and then there'll be yeah. like release date. Have fun. Wait, Sony's not going to E3. I just remembered that. Oh. Well, that got awkward. That got really awkward. Now I remember. <laughs> but speaking of Sony, they actually gave uh, news about the specs about the PS5. I don't know yeah, I know. I'm pissed. Why, why, why are you pissed? Because it's still going to take physical media, which means okay. 
GameStop is still going to be in oh. some business. <laughs> Dude, GameStop is dying, okay? And we're, gonna, we're watching them die, and we're sitting here rubbing our hands together. The only fact is, they're dying slower. <laughs> well, you know, because... Sony could have helped it. But you know, no, you know what Sony did? They took a little Hello Kitty Band-Aid and put it over a bullet hole. That's exactly, exactly what they did. GameStop's like, thanks, I hate it. God. Dude, okay, but here's the thing. I like physical media. I'm still a collector of physical media. I have a butt-ton of cases right here like that have games in them. Thing is, I don't think I've... My brother has, but I haven't really bought a single game, at least for my PlayStation, from GameStop. Other than Doom, because GameStop was the only place that had the Doom thing. I and think, see, were you still working there when Doom came out? Yeah. In 2016? Yeah, yeah, I was there at the midnight release. And see, I don't mind physical media. The The issue with it is that... Uh, and I had this argument when I went into GameStop to go purchase... I, I was going to go purchase something for my son... And GameStop was just a little bit closer than the other place that had it. So the sales associate went to come, uh, went and came to me because he knows me because I used to be his boss. And he goes, "Hey, you want to pre-order this game?" I said, "No, man. I'm going to go ahead and pre-order it online." Then he's like, "Hey, why don't you just get it here and pre-order the digital copy here?" And I can send you the code at 11. Dude, I hate that. <laughs> right? And so I was like, no, bro. It's good. And he's like, come on, man. Throw me a bone. Here's my issue with it. And it makes perfect sense for me as a consumer. You know, again, this doesn't fit David. Oh, wait, you're over here. It doesn't fit David. Uh, it may not fit you all. For me, I buy the game on Xbox. I already know I want it. I can pre-download the game. And by the time 11 p.m. hits... <laughs> damn. <laughs> by the time 11 p.m. hits, I can already play. I don't have to go. And there's two scenarios for this. I If I chose the digital copy at GameStop, I would have to go to GameStop, get the code, drive home, enter the code download it, wait for all the day one patch and the game to download. And then finally at like 12, 1 o'clock, I can play it. Or if I get the physical game, which physical media has its, you know, purposes, I can trade it in for something else. It's money that, you know, I get back after I'm done with it. But I digress. I digress. Anyways, I still have to go to GameStop wait in line, get the game, come back home, and do it all over again. With digital media, I can preload it onto my console, it's already there, and day one patch goes live, I believe, the day before on digital content, before the game actually launches. Once 11pm hits, I'm already playing it. So that's yeah. my take on it. I could care less about waiting another hour i mean usually when you when you put a game in it'll copy the disc but then there's that patch that you gotta wait for and i could care less about it 
It's one like I just like collecting physical media. Um, it's gonna die, David. It's gonna die. I know it's gonna die, and I'm sad. Okay, <laughs> I'm sad. I like physical media. Like, and what depressed me recently was Google that Google thing, Google Stadia. That was like the game streaming service. Oh, that is that their new console? That's their. It's not a console. It's a game streaming service oh. to where you can stream games to your Google browser, pretty much. That's I tested it before. I actually tested it. I tested it because Assassin's Creed Odyssey was like that game that they were testing with it. And it felt pretty nice. Like, you just have to have good internet. <laughs> and it's just making me kind of worried. But at least, you know, PS5 and Xbox 2... Something. Whatever they're gonna, they're gonna name the console. <laughs> Probably finally call it the Xbox 720. What are they gonna do with bro. that, dude? Xbox 1.5. Like, what are they gonna do? Yeah, bro. Xbox, Xbox 1.5. Xbox three. <laughs> Xbox three. <laughs> so I've been uh, holding this tangent in for a little bit now, and I've been stewing on it today. David, you get to hear me rant. You ready? All right. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> sure, go ahead. So here I am driving home. And mind you, my drive from work to home is probably about 35, 40 minutes if I'm driving the speed limit, which I usually am going about 80, 90, you know, somewhere around there. I'm going to go to jail now that I said that, but it is what it is. So. I keep noticing this thing in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that people in the left lane, and especially Priuses and um, minivans, there we go, Priuses and minivans go 60 miles an hour in the left lane. Now, for the people listening, you have your left lane, your middle lane, and your right lane. The, the left lane is the passing lane. That's where you pass. That's where you go if you want to go fast. And, you know, you get you might get radared and pulled over. But if you do, that's your own fault. The middle lane is for casually driving. Just cruising. Cruising for bruising. The right lane. The right lane. This is where... Your grandmother goes. This is where your great-grandmother goes. Technically, they should be off the road after like 90 years old, but they're still driving, and they're going like 45 miles an hour. Exactly, David. That's exactly how they look. So, if Granny is in the left lane, I'm going to tailgate that ass. I'm going to tailgate that ass. So help me, baby Jesus. Tom Cruise and Vaposaurus over here. <laughs> but seriously, guys. Get out of the left lane if you're going to go 65 miles or under when it's a 65 mile an hour speed limit. Yes, yes, I know. It's the speed limit. It's 65. But the left lane is for passing. Because you know what a cop does when he has his sirens and he needs to go? He gets in the left lane and he hauls. I gotta make it all the way around. S. 
and you get out of his way from the left lane, you move into the middle lane. That's because it's called a passing lane. Dude, I swear to God, I've been stewing on that all day. Like, it makes me so I get angry. The struggle, dude. I get the fucking how furious it can, how furious it can be, but I didn't expect you to rant about that in, the, in this. We did not have that planned. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, this is the life portion of the, uh, of the uh, podcast. <laughs> life! But it's like, imagine, you have to take the biggest turd of your life. And Granny over here is in the left lane, and she will not go. And you are about to blow your pants. That should make you feel angry. Yep. That's all I got. I mean, I don't got anything to rant about when it comes to life. So, But I can go back into some video games. Video games. Well, video games. We got about five uh, more minutes. What else you want to talk about? Did you hear about the the Bad Company Three leak? No, I did not. So back uh, back in like a year ago, there were a bunch of launch titles for the PS Five that were leaked, uh-huh. um, but we had no clue of the PS Five. We had no hint of it. Right. But in one of in one of the launch titles in there was Bad Company Three. And it's becoming more apparent and makes more sense because now the PS5 specs are being like released and stuff. And it's going to be released the same day that the leak said, like released the same year that the leak said it was going to be released. It's going to be ray tracing. Ray tracing Battlefield, Bad Company 3, Modern Military Shooter. And I, that guy kind of got me excited because I love Battlefield Bad Company 2. I love ba- Bad Company 1. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Dude, the, the Bad Company series was by far the best the best games that Battlefield, I believe in my opinion, that they've made. They <gasps> That had the most destruction out of their video games, period. Like yeah. Battlefield 4 was awesome, and it still is, and I'll still play it. Even though that game's balls ass old, but you know, I mean, people are still playing Hardline, so and yeah. Bad Company, Battlefield Three, so yeah. Is that is that what you were streaming earlier when you when you didn't want to come on and you know help a brother out? It was Black Ops Four. Damn, I got raided by my buddy. You got raided for seven viewers. Okay, suck. That's more than what you got on Twitch. I mean, you're not lying. Boy. On Twitch, I usually get like two, two three people at most. I mean, that's why I kind of get at most. My friend just was just helping me out since it was I was celebrating becoming an affiliate on Twitch. So, oh yeah, yeah. So for the people listening, if you're on Twitch, Mister David Overhira got his affiliate status for Twitch. Mr. David, tell us what that means. I can get paid to stream now. <laughs> and how did you get to that level? What do you have to uh, do? You got to get 100 followers. You got to get a, an average three viewers. 
and then you gotta get you gotta stream for seven different days and then you gotta stream for more than eight hours in that in the in then like the last 30 days good lord um, and they'll you'll get an email they'll invite you they'll be like hey join us and i'm like okay and then you set up your stuff and i, I got my sub badges right now but i don't have my emote yet i need to make one i'm uh, sure sin would make one for you they're pretty cool he makes some he makes some pretty cool ones you're damn but, right uh, he does don't you disrespect sin i can probably just make my own though i mean I that's true too. Anybody. that's true i don't want to pay anybody to make me one so what is um, paying people what is money what is money that what i don't have that um yeah i, I kind of want to see if, i want to end this stream with something no All not right. end this end this pot we i need to give our opinions on the battle royale genre it's, uh, more, and i know you like PUBG and you like called black ops 4 call of duty blackout but apex and fortnite Okay, so I explained this to one of my friends. His name is uh, Boom. I'm pretty sure you know him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, he he hates on Fortnite, and I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't either. I think Fortnite, when it came out, was a great game. To I'm trying to collect my thoughts. <sighs> It was a great game to introduce a new series. I mean, it was it was ahead of its time for from then to now. I mean, look at it now. All the top streamers play it. Fucking Ninja and uh, Dr. Disrespect. And there's several other people that play it. I don't personally like it because I am not a cartoon person. I can play, and it sounds so stupid because games are cartoons by themselves, but Fortnite, eh. the mechanics are great, I hate the graphics, I wish they were more realistic. If there was a more realistic Fortnite, that would be fucking awesome. Just build, wall. Just build. Right. Build the wall. Just build, dude. Yo, dude, put a wall up. Yo, <laughs> ramp up them. That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta um, do. Another thing. I know you don't play Epic. I, I, I know you don't play PC games. But I Epic Games too. exclusive. Not too much. Come on now. You play mostly on your Xbox. At 1X. 4K. Yeah, 4K gaming, oh, yeah. baby. 4K gaming. But epic games have been getting this some exclusive exclusivity deals basically making it exclusive to the epic game store and not releasing on steam for a certain amount of time i've given my opinion on this before but i kind of want to hear your opinion before i give mine let me let me turn to you real quick all right all right even though i'm not staring at you i'm staring at your camera i think that's a great move one being, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn and face the audience now. Damn. One being, it's exclusive. You are bringing people to your platform. If you want to play that game, 
you have to go and create an epic account. From the back side of things, it creates accounts, which creates sales, which creates numbers, which creates epic being happy. So I think exclusivity is a great thing, as long as it's not exclusive with GameStop. <laughs> Pre order now and get the GameStop bonus pack. Fuck you, GameStop! <laughs> Fuck you! Nah! Nah! Back! Demon! Demon! So, stuff, stuff like that. Um, okay. I think it's not bad. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I see why people are upset that it's not on Steam because as PC people, we already got to deal with Battle.net. We got to deal with whenever d- downloading like games like League of Legends. You know, you got to download a separate client for those. So Bethesda Game Launcher, Origin, which is EA's launcher for their games, Steam, Epic Games, da 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 Battle.net, yeah, all that Zippity-zippity-bop, and people are, like, pissed because you got to download yet another platform to buy games off of, and you can't, but you can't get that game on Steam. Because of one thing. Money. Money, money, money. Steam, money. Is, Steam is trying to get stingy with the money, while Epic Games is offering a very great revenue share. Steam is doing a 30-70 revenue share. They get 30% of the games that are bought off their platform. But Epic Games is getting 10%. Of those uh, of the games that people buy, so yeah, I I know right. Damn, (laughs) and Discord's doing it too. So if Steam doesn't change that, and also something about review bombing, but I'll go I'll go to that very here in a bit. But mainly because of that, that's why more publishers and people like Two K and Probably Gearbox, the people who publish like games uh, like Risk of Rain 2 that just recently came out. And, you know, Gearbox software, they can't remember who their publisher is, but they they don't publish their own games. But Gearbox software, they developed Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 got announced to be exclusive on the Epic Game Store because of the revenue cut. Like they make more money off the game. Raise the roof. So. And that's the same thing with a new game that's just released called World War Z that just came out on Epic Game Store as well. And it's like a Left 4 Dead clone, like third person. Thing is, these are timed exclusive. They only come, they're on the store for about a year, about six months to a year, and then they'll be put on Steam. That's where they'll make all their money. They'll make all the money there, and once they've made enough of their revenue, they're going to put it on Steam to make even more. That's smart. But it's going to be making less, though. So that's why people in Steam, like that's why people don't like to publish to Steam anymore, because Steam won't, doesn't really change their, doesn't really change up the standard. They're kind of like Activision, if anybody doesn't know the recent Fucking controversies Activision. with Black Ops Four, with Black Ops Four, and there was a recent, there's another game, but the reason why everybody's leaving steam is because of the revenue split like activision left steam like well they're putting they put still play like Sekiro and games like that 
but games like Call of Duty, Overwatch, all that are on Battle.net because that's something Activision owns. They own Blizzard Battle.net, like Blizzard, Activision Blizzard. So I think they bought them out for like some absurd amount of money. Yeah, and then they fired like 300 plus employees. You know? Yep, sure did. <laughs> Gotta recoup the costs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but they make a ton of money. They're like, their yearly revenue was recently like revealed, and they've made a shit ton of money because of Call of Duty, mostly, and Overwatch loot boxes. Um, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Loot boxes is really, really where all the money comes from. <clears throat> but that's, I can see why from the business perspective, why they're going to Epic Games, because Steam doesn't really do much about their stuff. And also, Steam is now, unfortunately, becoming a pornographic platform as well. Is they're, it? What? They're, it's kind of, because they, they're allowing sexual video games to be published on their platform. Like Let me finger my monitor. Seems- yeah, pretty much. Like they're allowing like VR naked women to be bought off Steam, uh, anime titty. So, so what you're you saying like is that. I'm missing out right now. Yeah, you're missing out right now. Um, <laughs> but a lot of publishers don't want to be on the same platform that pornographic content is being yeah. sold on as well. So uh, yeah. they're m- moving over to Steam. They're like, wait. Wait. Oh, hold up! Wait a minute! Hold on! Wait! Huh. What? <laughs> and I, I, I forgot you play, but you play still puts their games on Steam, but you can still play. Yeah, you can still play them off Steam, but you gotta run two launchers if you buy them off Steam, which is more power from your computer. Show so. is. All right, Mr. David. I think that includes our uh, first episode your mic cut off i think on my end at least i said fuck i I said i think that concludes our first episode one (laughs) i'm just kidding (gasps) Uh, uh, the last thing with steam though is borderlands one and two got review bombed because of borderlands 3's epic games exclusivity and Steam really really didn't do anything about that and so Randy Pitchford's like, I may just put Ubisoft publisher, um, not Ubisoft, Gearbox Publishing over Epic Games because Steam doesn't really do much about their review bombings. So, anyways, anyways, that's it. That's all I want to talk about. Oh, God, we'll thanks. conclude the episode. I talk a lot. We talk a lot. We're good. We're talking a lot of people. Talking a lot of paper. We're perfect. We're perfect, We're perfect for podcasting, dude. Yes. All right, guys, if you're still tuned in, thank you very much for joining the live stream. Uh, Our next stream should be in... Possibly next week. We're going to be busy the week after. Yes, so I want to say probably what, next Friday? Next Friday night? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, pretty much. So yeah, next Friday night, 10.30 Central Standard Time, p.m. That's when we will be on the next show. Thank you, guys, and thank you for listening. If you want to go follow our separate Twitch channels, uh, there's Killswitch Gamers, which is Kevin's channel. Killswitch Gamers. And then there's my channel, Purgatory underscore Lord. Go follow us both over there. Um, We need to get him. He streams on Mixer, Facebook, all that stuff. I just stream exclusively to YouTube. uh, I mean, Twitch. And I also post videos on YouTube every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. 
we need to get his channel to affiliate on Twitch. So we need y'all's help. Anybody who's out there, go follow Kill Switch Gamers on Twitch. Uh, need, he's how many followers are you at now? On Twitch, I got like seventy or eighty something. So I need to get What's that up? seventy or eighty something. So I need to okay. get a uh, get some more. So let's spread that word. And he also needs to get three consistent viewers, all that other stuff to get affiliate. And we need to get him that affiliate so you can start subbing and he can start giving you cool little emotes. So, 100%. All right, guys. All right, that's it for me. You all have a good night. Namaste, homies. Thanks for tuning in to Two Guys in a Mic podcast. Bye bye.